According to a new study, 78% of parents steal Halloween candy from their children, while 100% of children steal 18 years of life from their parents. Oh, what? Oh, wait a minute. That's a, that's, I don't approve of that. Joe. He's got kids. No, I don't approve of that either. He does? Uh, yeah. Okay, that's slightly better. Slightly better, <laughs> grumble, grumble. I'm still not happy. Did Elizabeth Warren actually say that taxpayers are going to pay for reassignment surgery for illegal trans people? Yes, she did. Oh, so there's something to be excited about. There you go. Take a look at your next paycheck (laughs) or your pay stub. Sex reassignment surgery for illegals. Okay. I've been somewhat gratified to see more and more people coming out and saying openly, listen, the whole transgender thing as a you must not question, you must obey, you must agree topic is uh, highly problematic. I'm glad to see that because I think there are aspects of the thing that are really unhealthy. And you've got a, a bunch of really crazy people who are pushing other people, including children, into being a brave warrior in that area when that's not the best thing at all. And and again, more and more people are standing up and saying that. So that's one of the reasons Elizabeth Warren uh, advocating that sort of stuff. Donald Trump talks about that in arenas across the country running against her. There ain't 20% of America thinks that's a good idea. No, I wouldn't think so. And the Democratic donors know that. That is just not a winning... Taxpayer-funded transgender surgery for illegal immigrants. Well, she and several of the other candidates believe in uh, free health care for illegals. Mm -hmm. She believes in government health care for everybody in, in the country. She specifically said that because of the way trans people are treated in Mexico, they need to get to this country. And, of course, under her health care plan, you would get whatever you want, including sex reassignment surgery. Sure. I went to Snopes to see, does uh, her health care plan actually include uh, gender reassignment surgery? And Snoop said that is mostly true. So, yes, that's what Elizabeth Warren advocates. So, fine. She does or she, she does. Then you like that or you don't. Which leads to this New York Times story from yesterday, which I thought was interesting. Anxious Democratic establishment asks, is there anybody else? Uh, this reporter was at a meeting of a half dozen of the biggest Democratic donors in the country. They gathered at a, one of your fancy hotels in Manhattan last week, and the conversation, they said, quickly changed to who's not in the race but could be lured in. That's what the big money people are doing this late in the game when they get together in a fancy hotel in Manhattan. Wow. Who's not in that we could get in? Wow. Uh, I think that's pretty darn interesting. I don't know when's the last time that happened in either of the major parties. And the uh, the names that were thrown around the most, according to this reporter, I got it here for you, when I can find it. Um, Sherrod Brown, who I don't know. Ohio. I kind of know him, but. Senator, yeah, I don't know a lot about Then names him. you do know. Eric Holder, Attorney oh, General oh under Obama. Oh, boy. Wait a minute. That's a terrible idea. Michael Bloomberg, the billionaire, former mayor of New York, who has said he will run if a person like Warren looks like they're going to get the nomination because he thinks that would be a disaster and they would lose to Trump. He's 80, isn't he? He's damn old. He's crazy old. And caves to China, which will be a story. Oh, yeah. And then finally, what name was thrown around a lot? 
What well, name was thrown well, around a lot. of course. Is it going to make my neck sweat? Your yes. neck is going to sweat. I would grab a washcloth right now. Hillary, tap dancing Clinton. Oh, there it is. Um, but, but Yeah, do you think Donald Trump would have any enjoyment of going with uh, for going after Bloomberg for kowtowing to China? Trump would kill him. So I meant to get the audio. Hillary Clinton. Was Trump that- would come out in a Winnie the Pooh suit to mock Bloomberg. Hillary Clinton's in front of an audience Every day. Now, is that just a coincidence that she's got a book out during the season when everybody's running to be the Democratic nominee and nobody seems to be like really, you know, grabbing the the mantle? Um, She her money grubbing takes no rest. I mean, it's an everyday thing. Right. So it could just be, you know, avarice, greed. But she is on a stage in front of a crowd literally almost daily. I mean, she, and she yes. was again yesterday. Yes. And she was in front of a crowd and she said, who could get in that's not in the race yet? And somebody yelled out, you can! And everybody cheered and Hillary went cackled. Ah, her cackle. Oh, um, <laughs> but you think, you think oh, my the big, blood runs cold. you think the big money people are getting together in a hotel talking about Hillary and aren't talking to her about it? I mean, come on. Obviously, they're talking oh, to her. Her people are talking to their people at the very right. least. Right. Yeah. So she yeah. knows the money people are kind of interested in it. Oh, my gosh. Ah, it's just, I just find it damned fascinating. How that, in this big, beautiful country is there not a really effective, reasonable governor? That, that just stands out as, a, as you know, a solid person. Not to weigh out there ideologically or whatever. I would think, you know, it's funny. I would think that every election cycle, we would have four or five effective, reasonable, respected governors on each side vying for the nomination of their party. But instead, we've got freshman Congress surfers and and mayors of, of small college towns and 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 wackadoodles and socialists and it's oh boy G- hey game show hosts or reality show hosts it's just it makes me fear for the republic what does it mean and i'll put this in here just so we can move away from politics a new poll that came out yesterday about impeachment should president trump be impeached and removed from office i think it's interesting when they throw in the and removed yeah um, it's up slightly to 50% from a couple of weeks ago, from 47 to 50. That's roughly around the margin of error, but it's up a tick. The interesting number is it's dropped among Republicans from 14 to 6 in that same time. Yeah, uh, there was another poll that showed it had quadrupled from 7 to 28. This one has from 14 down to 6. Among the Republicans. So, in just the last couple right. of weeks, I mean, this is this is a very fluid situation. It could be different next week than this week, and you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, mm. and um, are Republican senators watching those polls and deciding how they're going to vote when the time comes? I don't know. Well, more we geopolitical strife as South Korean troops have been mobilized to hunt wild boar. <laughs> Stay with us. Wild pigs, the greatest threat to mankind. But I refuse to talk more about the presidential race, at least for now. Right. So, the genetic component of misophonia, and also from the science desk, why sleep is so critically important. Oh, I need to hear this. Yeah, you, need to hear a this lot of day. us need to hear this and then act on what we hear. Yeah, I don't know if I'll do that, but maybe oh, if I I'll heard be enough, delivering I a stern lecture. <laughs> Stay tuned. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
I'll never be unhappy to hear this song. Puts me in a melancholy mood, though. It'll make me really want to do my job. So you're happy yet melancholy. Is this Green Onions or is this Take Five? This is, I get them mixed up. This is uh, Stairway to Heaven. Take Five. They brew back Green Onions. This is the number two best-selling jazz album of all time. I came across recently. Oh. Um, duh, we got one text. Uh, 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 we were just talking about people running for president. Then I'll shut up about any of that. But we got one text. Yeah, I do. What, what normal person would ever put their family through a presidential campaign? Right. And that is yeah. part of it. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I've been aware of people who have run for, say, uh, Congress or county sheriff or, you know, something in between who have been slandered, tailed, their kids photographed, threatened, uh, just complete ugliness um, on, on a much, much lower uh, level of intensity than a presidential race would ever be. And it's it's just a shame. It's just, it's kind of sad. So you, you only get the kind of people who are willing to put up with that or don't care because they're reptiles. Uh, <laughs> and it's a shame. And I would suggest to you, you know, just, I'm beating the drum as always, uh, it it's because the government's way too powerful. There's way too much at stake. And so it's, you know, people are willing to threaten and bribe and, and, and character assassinate and the rest of it. Anyway, uh, from the science desk, uh, they're learning more and more about how critically important sleep is and adequate sleep. Uh, they, scientists, are doing a study. It uh, happens to be the University of Rochester Medical Center in beautiful upstate New York doing an experiment on some of the neurological functions while we sleep. Immune cells are primarily active while we sleep, reorganizing nerve cell connections, repairing damage, fighting infections. Um, they also say uh, they're, they think their findings will have har- far-reaching implications in looking at autism, schizophrenia, dementia, all of which are associated with an individual's brain not quite functioning correctly. Um, but the more they learn... The more they learn, sleep is important. There has never been a study that's made it seem less important. That's uh, true. You know, every door they open says the same thing. It, it's funny, all the things, diets, for instance, we were going to talk about diets at some point. People are always trying to get back to what the way the caveman ate. So many of diets have to do with, you know, when we roamed the plains, we didn't eat for a day. That's right. the intermittent fasting. We never, you know, we never ate this or that, the caveman. Right. I guarantee you, the caveman got Plenty of sleep. <laughs> right. Go, go, going back until modern society, people got more sleep. Yeah. Part of it was just it was dark. What are you going to do? There's so, no, no Netflix. So they have these microglia that are immune cells important to the brain's well-being. They effectively act as emergency first responders, always on call. They patrol the brain and spinal cord and immediately take action if they detect any infection, debris, dead cell tissues. And they're discovering that these little immune cells also play a huge role in plasticity. That's the brain changing and adapting and learning and the rest of it. So This is probably the worst thing I do to myself. More than exercise, diet, any of the stuff I There's do. There's the paint huffing. <laughs> I do walk around with a paper sack full of paint. Right. And uh, huff it all day. Just your mouth is always silver? That's why my mouth is always silver. And that's his favorite paint, the silvery paint. Yeah, yeah. You know why? Wizard of Oz. He loved that movie, The I've Tin I've been Man. doing it so long, I can tell the difference. I can close my eyes. Silver paint, grab another one. 
That's brown. That's brown paint. I can tell. I'm getting overtones here. Uh, all right. You're like a sommelier, but paint huffing. Jeez. <laughs> oh, that is not funny. It's pretty funny. <laughs> but I, I, I have abused myself sleep-wise my entire adult life. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's bad. I'm trying to be better at that. So My dad, who is uh, doing very well at his current age of uh, 82, and uh, has always been super big into getting a full night's rest. Oh, my dad. Always. My dad just found out, and he, I don't believe he snores. I think he told me he doesn't snore. He has terrible sleep apnea. Right. And his doctor just does, he did a test, and they said, yeah, you're sleeping like 11 minutes out of the hour. The rest of the time, you're not in the sleep state you should be because you stop breathing. So I'm going to do the home test myself. I don't want to wear the dang uh, aqua mask, the, the scuba gear or anything, but... Uh, it can have profound effects on your health. Anyway, um, we got this nice note from Michelle. And my brother does that, and he said if he wears the mask, he sleeps like a baby. I know, he I need that. He hates wearing it. Yeah. If he doesn't wear it, though, he's tired all day long. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I don't want to hate wearing it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to get old. Uh, let's see. So we got this note from Michelle, whose family did the 23andMe thing, as did her son. And she says, I thought of you both when I saw some of the data points. <clears throat> on, Turns out she's mine. part Elizabeth Warren, which is mm-hmm. shocking. No, she's one one thousand and sixty fourth Elizabeth Warren. Although my so- oh, uh, uh, she I love her sign off, Jack. K S I V A M D Y Z T G. Keep spitting in files and mailing your DNA to the government. <laughs> That's not, a good one. It's not the government. Ah, <laughs> uh, so she's a, well. They they get a look at it. Remember that's how they solve crimes. So uh-huh. yeah, they do. They do. They've included two screenshots for our amusement. Uh, screenshot number one is um, her son. Yeah. Uh, based on your genetics, you have a slightly lower than average odds of hating the sound of others chewing. Well, I didn't know that was a, a, a genetic thing. It doesn't surprise me. Uh, you, you, you are built with it. I know that because I've had it. I right. mean, I've had it my whole adult life. My youngest child has got it bad. In a way that my first two kids do not. Oh, friggin'. <laughs> they identified one genetic marker associated with feeling rage at the sound of other people chewing. Rage. And I know it sounds crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> it's a character flaw. <laughs> These geneticists with their fancy science. It's a character flaw. My Anybody eats fruit, that might be the worst. That might be worse than soup. Somebody oh eating God. fruit, the slurpiness of fruit. Like a nice chew- fresh peach. I gotta, oh. I gotta leave. Oh, mm. Hmm. I gotta leave the room and like go chop wood or something to deal with my frustration. <laughs> it just makes me insane. It's Luckily, great. I've learned to just I leave the room. I just I don't say anything because it's not anybody's fault. I Excuse just, me I just, for a moment, would you? I'm going to go chop something in half with an axe. <laughs> I just leave the room until they're done. This genetic marker is located near the 10M2 gene, which is involved in brain development. Um, blah blah blah. So, uh, how about that there? Oh, and, and it's worth knowing, and Jack knows, anybody with misophonia knows this, and I have it just slightly, um, and actually there's somebody who works on the show who triggers mine regularly. I'll reveal who in moments. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, let's see. Sometimes uh, scientists speculate that misophonia could result from increased connections between the brain systems involving hearing and the fight-or-flight response, the limbic ah, system, etc. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Yeah. it Yeah, it feels like you're about to get in a fight, which is crazy. And it's then weird. They also include uh, the tendency toward freckles, a hair photobleaching, meaning your hair gets lighter if, it, if you're in the sun a lot, 
hair texture, hair thickness, ice cream flavor preference. What? Her son's more likely to prefer vanilla over chocolate ice cream. They've nailed that down to the genetic code. Light, that is a wild. Light or dark hair, misophonia, mosquito bite frequency, how, how often you're bitten. How much, how, oh boy, so much of this stuff we think is choice or pickiness or weirdness or whatever, and you're genetically built that way. It's wild. Motion sickness. Everybody knows that's not, well, that's, that is clearly a lack of character. Motion uh, sickness. Yeah, you're either tough or you're not. <laughs> You gotta get your sea legs. <laughs> uh, whether you have uh, hair as a newborn, whether you sometimes sneeze because of light, uh, red sneeze hair. from light. I've heard of people who do it's that. It's the photic sneeze right reflex. Yeah, I've heard of people which is a and... decent band name. <laughs> What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, we got a new poll with great news for one Democratic presidential hopeful, alleged foreign asset Tulsi Gabbard. We got an update there. And a new study shows single people may be better off than almost everyone else. Tulsi Gabbard should start wearing the big furry hat all the time. <laughs> hey, Marshall, thanks for doing your teas without clicking your pen over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> you did very well there. <laughs> wow. So you're blaming the person who makes the noise. Oh, yes. Gotcha. You remember the guy who wrote the anonymous column in the New York Times that everybody got so excited yeah. about, and then eventually all sides decide was a weak coward who should resign if they feel that way? <laughs> right. Um, now has a book coming out. A oh, full book in a couple of weeks. Won't that be just grand to land as a, as a stink bomb in the middle of all this? <laughs> wow. They've decided to make a career out of uh, cowardly sniping. Right. Wow. More on that later. Meanwhile, while Kim Jong-un continues to menace South Korea from the north, wild hogs are menacing them from the south. The Korean military has launched an operation near the DMZ. So it is the north, sorry. Um, They've sent 2,000 troops to shoot wild boars who may have African swine fever. And that passes to people? Yeah, uh, it threatens, um, it's decimated hog herds. It can make people sick, too, but it's devastating the pork industry. I just hope, like, somebody doesn't take a pot shot at a hog, hit a North Korean soldier, and World War III commences. Then make Archduke Ferdinand look like a good reason to kill millions of people. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, it turns out presidential candidate Joe Biden has widened his lead in the race for the Democratic nomination. We've got- All right, now, wait a minute. This is directly contradictory to the big polls that came out like three days ago. Well, those were state polls, and this is a national poll. Yeah, it is. National polls are stupid and have never predicted anything other than Rudy Giuliani being president (laughs) and Hillary Clinton. Yes. The new CNN poll says Biden's lead is at its widest margin since April. He has got the support of 34% of Democrat-leading voters. That is wild with everything that's going on Mm -hmm. that people, uh, however much they're paying attention... He has a monstrous lead among non-white voters. I yes. was just reading. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Biden's seen big spikes in support among moderate and conservative Democrats. Big spikes among moderate and conservative Democrats. Because that entire crowd knows we have zero <laughs> chance of beating Trump with Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. As more and more of America wakes up and says she's in favor of what? Racial and ethnic minorities, he's got a big lead in, and older voters, which, you know, kind of, you'd expect that, I would think. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, meanwhile, hey Esther, you gonna vote for me? I said, hey Esther. <laughs> meanwhile, Elizabeth Warren is second in the poll, nineteen percent. She's got nineteen percent, and Bernie Sanders is third with sixteen percent. So that's the way it's shaken down on a national level right now. It's got to be weird running for president as Elizabeth Warren, and you're doing really well. And uh, as a lot of pundits said, the other candidates think she's the front runner based on the debate. They all went after her. Um, it's got to be interesting to be the front runner. And you read these articles in the New York Times about all the donors in the Democratic Party saying, oh, no, no. Oh, my God, no. Right. we got to find somebody else. Right. Maybe Hillary Clinton. It's got to be a weird feeling. Boy, that is exciting, though. To think that, you know, there will be a surprise witness. Yeah. Or, you know, just that that unforeseen twist. Because I'm kind of over everything and everyone that's in the middle of it right now. I'm kind of over everything and everyone. Well, yeah, well. Uh, uh, I have lost the capacity for joy. I realized that the other day. You You got the New York Times reporting Hillary Clinton is apparently telling confidence that, uh, you know, she is thinking about getting back oh, into yes. the presidential well, wait, wait, race. Yes, you don't, don't, don't tease me. New York me. Times. Do not tease me. New not York a Times joke. Reporting Was that in that same article? <laughs> is this out today? Yes. It is being reported today. It's from in the, the New, New York, York Times. Times. Yeah. That At, she's telling friends she's thinking about it. She's thinking about it. If she thinks she can win, she is reportedly keeping a close eye on Joe Biden's performance yes. and whether or not. Oh boy, if that's true, yeah. If that's true, she's in. Yeah. If she's opened the door, oh, yeah, I, she's in. I wish you could see the look on Positive Sean's face: <laughs> despair mingled with hatred. Yes. He, that, that's interesting to me, though, that yeah. the big money people. I can understand how they think Warren would lose. That that they would. Then think so. Let's right. do go with Hillary. Is surprising to me because she was she was the second least popular presidential candidate in U.S. history. Hope springs eternal, Jack. She won the popular vote. She can recognize and correct the deficiencies in her previous campaign. We have some she really was the deficiency of her previous campaign. We have some really good people who advise her. We've analyzed it. We've figured out what went wrong. I think we're ready to really win big. I mean, I could make that argument. Well, I just did. Like a ring and a bell. This idea is a bunch of malarkey. It's a short putt, man. Wow. I know. It's a nightmare. But it makes sense on paper. Meanwhile, Hawaii Congress uh, woman Tulsi Gabbard will not run as a third-party presidential candidate in 2020. During an interview at Fortune's annual Most Powerful Woman Summit in Washington, D.C., Gabbard was asked, if there was any scenario in which she would consider a third-party run, she responded by twice saying, no, no, no. Is so. there any scenario in which you would show up to my pool party in that bikini? Wow. Just a uh, wow. question from uh, Joe Getty. I'm strong and Getty show. Wow. <laughs> Not cool. Well, the science seems to be going back and forth on this, but the newest studies say single people are likely better off than almost everyone else. Researchers from two universities found that in six out of seven measures... That is clearly what uh, a lot of uh, younger people have decided. Mm -hmm. Uh, Six out of seven measures. The only people doing better than single people were those... At what? What are we talking about? At what? Oh, there are seven measures, Jack. Okay. As far as over over, uh, happiness, uh, Mm -hmm. well-being, you know, uh, not being frustrated all the time, or, you know, worried... the University of South Hungary and the (laughs) University of... Anyway, Outer Bangladesh. The, 
only people doing better than single people were those in committed romantic relationships who rated those relationships at the very top of the scale. Mm. People in those relationships, though, didn't feel emotionally or consider their lives any more meaningful than single people did. Yet we're killing ourselves at a higher rate than has ever been seen in human history. Right. And, uh, Jack, as you mentioned, that's why the Washington Post reports 35% of people say they are not in a committed relationship, and that is at a record high. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. That's an interesting structure of society. Yep. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm Strong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. We should probably listen to what Shaquille O'Neal had to say about China and the NBA last night in the uh, the opening night of the NBA season. The older he gets, the more he lives and, and mutters. Because <laughs> if Shaquille's talking, he's muttering. Uh, the more I love him. And Charles weighed in also? So we got a little of that coming up. Yep. Oh, cool. That sounds Fantastic. like a good thing to jump in. And if you haven't heard the update on the whole lynching controversy from yesterday, we'll have that for you. It's just too good. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Daryl Morey was right. Whenever you see something wrong going on anywhere in the world, you should have the right to say that's not right, and that's what he did. And but but again, you know, when it comes to business, sometimes you have to tiptoe around things. But again, they understand our values. We understand our values. And here, we have the right to speak, especially with the social media. We're going to say whatever we want to say when we want to say it. Shaq Fu, Big Diesel, Shaq Daddy. Shaquille O'Neal there. Uh, so you said the TNT show last night spent like nine minutes talking about the whole China NBA thing. Yeah. And that wow. is that is an important show for the NBA. That might be the best sports show that's ever been put together. Wow, that's a heck of a leap from pretending it's not happening, issuing incredibly carefully worded statements. One of their biggest shows went crazy on it. I would like huh? to hear what, what Charles Barkley have to say about it. I thought what happened to LeBron was unfair because LeBron was caught in the middle for three reasons. Number one, LeBron makes a billion dollars a year from Nike. Nike makes six billion dollars a year in China. The NBA makes billions of dollars a year in China. All these other American companies make money in China. Why is it up to the NBA Adam Silver, LeBron James, to ruin their financial situation when all these other companies are allowed to make money in China? Uh, well, that's a, that's a point that we and a lot of other ma- people made. It's uh, it's more of uh, I want it to be just as difficult for other companies to uh, <laughs> to uh, to pretend that nothing's wrong is happening in China. Yeah, it's well, yeah, I understand what Charles was driving at, kind of sideways ish, um, but it's the nature of their business. Their business is communicating and entertaining and being in the public eye. Some little, I don't know. Uh, the, the, you know, shoelace manufacturer out of, uh, you know, North Jersey doesn't have nearly the impact if they're doing business with China. Of course, the other you know, Charles, just for fun. Yeah. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on television and radio <laughs> talking about uh, bad about LeBron. He sold out for the money. First of all, there's nothing wrong with him protecting his money. Number one, that's the first thing. But secondly, he was protecting the NBA's money and he was protecting Nike's money. 
Why, why, why is that such a bad thing? LeBron had nothing to do with this tweet. The uh, we got to take the first part of that clip, obviously. <laughs> yeah, this part. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on television and radio talking. That's where you, uh, just just <laughs> yeah, place edit out the television immediately. <laughs> so then it's just all the idiots, jackasses, and fools on the radio. Yeah. yeah, that's part of our closing, our opening now from now on. From for the rest of time. <laughs> <laughs> I well, love Charles, the the problem there, Chuckles, is that uh, the way LeBron handled it was high handed. It was, it was, you know, kind of regal. And it's people ought to be careful what they say and think about, you know, other people and what's at stake. No, you see, this entire country, which is one of the greatest experiments in human prosperity, joy, and a hundred other things, is based on the idea that you get to say it. Especially if it's about somebody who systematically, brutally represses people trying to exercise their fundamental God-given rights. Yeah, we don't. We're not real good on. Hey, 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 hey! Just shut up about that. Yeah, we're kind of sensitive about that in this country, Charles, and that's why LeBron gotten got some heat. Well, I think. I think honestly, I think some of what LeBron said was misinterpreted as well. And, and people were fired up, so they're piling on. I think the most interesting part of it is, in general, since that is the biggest show for the NBA, mm-hmm. it would seem pretty clear that the feeling in the NBA is, after their initial mistake of uh, looking like, uh, you know, you're in trouble if you say anything about it, they've decided with the backlash. Uh, you say whatever you want, everybody, players, we're making this very clear. Say whatever you want about China. Anything you want. Psst, I, I think don't. I think they've realized that that's just not a uh, not a direction that they can go. NBA correspondent positive, Sean. Uh, Ernie Johnson also made note that I believe it is on Thursday's broadcast, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver will be joining the show, and he, he mentioned, and I, we will be talking to him about this as well. Wow, okay, yeah, the NBA has decided we can't thread the needle. We've got yeah. to deal with it. Well, and I think the recent events at NBA games, the regular season just got underway yesterday, and there were quite a number of people sporting or sneaking in or showing on the dance cam their uh, stand with the people of Hong Kong, Freedom for Hong Kong t-shirts and signs and the rest of it. So they know their fan base is, uh, well, they're Americans. They treasure this stuff. Yeah, I don't know if they did any polling or they just read the room or what, but I think they figured out if they if, if people get the sense that the NBA is pro-China, anti-America, they're screwed. Or at least anti-liberty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I would say. I th- it's a great conversation. I'm glad we're having it. Um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, what happened impeachment-wise yesterday, a little later in the show. Uh, but So there was another wrinkle yesterday on the college admissions scandal, which we haven't been near as excited as some people have been. Was it the pictures of Felicity Huffman in her jail uniform? I haven't I, seen those. I saw those making the rounds. Uh, I think, oh, pretty funny? The, the morning TV shows were going crazy over yeah, it. Yeah. Who are you people? Some old TV stars doing light time for bribing colleges. Who cares? Well, they might all be doing a little more time as bribery has gotten thrown into this as charges, including a person we know that we haven't named. There's a person we know very well that got caught up in this and got arrested doing the same sort of thing. Yeah. And now has bribery charges being <laughs> thrown at her. Uh-oh. And that ain't good. No. No. And it's just... And these people are so freaking phony. And having known one of the particulars, 
They're so pleased with themselves. Oh, yeah. With their lifestyle and how smart they were and how smart their kids were and how successful they all were. And it was all effing phony based on how much money they got from their dad or their grandpa. Right. Which, in right. the case of this particular woman, she got it from her dad? Is it dad or grandpa? Both. Grandpa, both. But so it's old money. You didn't make any of it. You weren't the Oxford Stanford grad that you claimed you were. I'm for, sure you got your instance. way bought in also. Yeah. I don't, I'd say your name. I don't know why not. But anyway, there's, what's the point, I guess? Why right. would I? I don't right. need to be that mean spirited. Yeah, but, the high road, Jack. I'm there's just, very little traffic. Do you want to write it down and have me say it? I don't want to talk about this particular person as much. <laughs> it's just this kind of person. So you got money from your parents, you went to a fancy college because they paid your way in, and now you're bragging to everybody about how your kids are going to a fancy college. Right. Jesus, you're you're so effing pathetic. Oh, he's fired you, up, folks. You know Sorry for path- the unkind letters. But do you know how pathetic that makes you? Yeah, I know. I know. I'm not, I, I'm not, see, I wasn't bothered to start with that your kids are going to go to Stanford and mine aren't. I don't care. You think I care, and I don't. But it's just so pathetic that that sort of stuff matters to you so much. You're willing to break all these laws. It's just so important to your status in the world. It's really sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird. People aren't idolizing you near as much as you think they are, would be my guess. I'm sure there's a very simple answer to this question, but as a guy who also doesn't particularly care that celebrities and rich people are greasing somebody's palm to get their kid into the sexy colleges, because I think the whole elite university thing is, number one, a lie and a fraud, number two, just morally reprehensible, but... The I very assume idea that's always the way it worked. The and elite universities, right. Yeah, I assume that was happening. So my question is, and like I say, I'm sure there's a reasonable answer. At what point does uh, 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 do you cross the line between a donation and a bribe? And, well, that's, one of the reasons that's one of the reasons it'll never end. Well, right. I don't expect it to change. Is it I, just it, hubris? It, it's always been that way, and I expect it to continue to be this way, despite people being arrested and that big New York Times story that, hey, it turns out at Harvard and a bunch of other universities, the people whose parents have the most money tend to get in on it at a much greater rate. Doesn't matter your skin color or anything like that. That's the number one factor. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah it's green. But I'm sure it will continue to be that way. Yeah. Is it like uh, somebody once told me that the drug tests, the steroid tests in baseball, aren't a steroid test, they're an intelligence test? Because if you're so stupid, you can't figure out when they're happening and how to get around them, you've failed the intelligence test. I wonder if uh, these busts are mostly, it's about hubris. These people are, it's so easy to do if you're not a moron about it. Uh, well, they fell prey, fell prey. They, uh, they fell in with this, uh, singer. Was that his name? The bribery guy? guy but, from I mean, Sacramento. it's like, it's like, uh, Congress people who get busted for insider trading and stuff. It's so easy to do. Everybody's doing it. Just don't be an idiot. Well, to a certain extent, it'd be like a Trump and the Ukraine thing. People do this sort of stuff. Just usually it's not the president who says it on the phone. Have somebody else say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good example. Uh, uncomfortable, but good. Um, but the, the story that came out yesterday, Lori Laughlin and her husband, blah, blah, blah. So this this guy had gotten to him, singer had gotten to him and said, I need another picture of your girls in something that would look like rowing gear because they got her, they got the, the kids into USC on a rowing scholarship. Yes. Though they've never rowed in their lives. Right. Wouldn't know an oar from a paddle. And uh, so there's mo- more money involved at some point, and that crosses the line into a bribe. I don't know. Like you said, I don't know what's a bribe and what's a donation. And. But uh, just, it's just it's so pathetic, so, so pathetic. God, how do you st- find 
photoshopping a white kid's head on a black kid's body pole vaulting pathetic? But you're, in you're, what way? Your status means so much to you that you got to cheat your kid into a better college than they could get into on their own because, oh my God, what would people in our cul-de-sac say? If yeah, we were please there going put to... the word better in quotes. I despise that oh, whole yeah, elitist oh, yeah. thing. Oh yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it is. It Whatever. Is. Enjoy Where you your life. go is not who you'll be. But keep doing it. I don't care. I mean, it's, it'll be fine. It's just we all know now. I feel bad for people who I know a guy whose kid got into Harvard, a very regular guy whose kid got into Harvard on being super smart. It's bad. It's bad for those kids. I can't. Because uh, they're surrounded by people that got in just because their parents are rich. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or were fellow uh, or were graduates who got in because they were rich. Right. Yeah. Hilarious. Well, and then, listen, one one reality of this thing is uh, people do tend to hire people who are alums of their school, too. Sure. So there is an elitism that is perpetuated. So you could make the argument, yeah, it is worth it to get into those so-called elite schools, you numbskulls. Because it paves the way, man. You're in the club. I just find the whole thing despicable. But. And universities are the ones that lecture us about diversity and equality and all that sort of stuff. They're the ones that, that perpetuate oh, oh. the most class system we've got right in America. Wild. 